Welcome to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rolo's Law. Your useful guide to helping you sell your home quicker and for the price you would really like. Join Jen and Sally as they take you by the hand through the whole selling process, so you can stay completely informed and up to date with the latest trends, fashions and market regulations. And now your hosts, Jen and Sally. Hello and welcome back to episode six of the Ultimate Home Selling Guide with me, Sally, and my co-host, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Sally. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the most vital parts of buying and selling a house, the viewings. This process is an essential stage and both buyers and sellers can benefit from knowing what to expect. As a seller, it may be that you've employed your agent to handle viewings, but if you've opted to do them yourself, you'll want to know how to prepare your house and yourself for any prospective viewers. As discussed in our previous podcasts, first impressions last. Simple things can be taken for granted and easily forgotten, so the aim of this podcast is to prepare you for viewings, teach you how to handle certain situations and what to expect from people when they come into your property. Buyers should also take heed. Viewing properties can be really exciting and so it's easy to get carried away. We'll be highlighting a few of the things that you need to do during and after the viewings which will help you with your house hunting. So what should you do to prepare your property for viewings? Well, like you just said, first impressions count. Much like the preparation suggested for the photography in podcast episode number five, try taking a step back and look at the house inside and out from a buyer's point of view rather than your own. It is easy to miss things that have always been there. Sometimes it's worth removing personal items so that potential purchasers can visualise the house as their own, uh, with their own items in it. Decluttering can give the perspective of more space and it's also worth, as a general rule, to make sure the house is clean and tidy at all times. Yes. Sometimes people call up on the day to view, so if you're always prepared, there's no need to panic clean. To present it at its best, always make sure that beds are made, dishes are washed and put away. Maybe consider moving furniture to make a room look bigger, anything to show off that fantastic living space you're offering. It is about promoting your house to viewers as somewhere they can visualise themselves living in. Viewers also like to see what storage space a property has, so probably have a nosy into cupboards and wardrobes, so don't rely on them as a hiding place. What about extra touches to make the house more homely and enticing when viewers come round? Yeah, there are plenty of tricks that we can recommend. For example, fresh flowers in the house can be appealing and look great, but do avoid overly strong scented ones. You could possibly make some fresh coffee or bake some bread. They have lovely aromas that drift around the house. Personally, I would avoid burning incense or candles. Again, they can be quite overpowering. Plus, it can make viewers wary as they're sometimes used to disguise or cover up smells of dampness. And then there's a question of pets. I have two cats that are total pests and will do anything they can to get your attention. I would certainly be a distraction. I definitely recommend keeping pets outside or perhaps in a different room. Not everyone loves your pets as much as you do. They might be frightened of them or they might have allergies. I also think that the way you come across is important. Would you agree? I do, absolutely. It might seem obvious, but be polite and courteous to viewers, making them feel welcome. Being rude or standoffish can actually put people off buying a house. Also, consider making life a bit easier for them. For example, if there's limited parking space around the property, leave a space for the viewers to be able to park their car. Next, prepare yourself for their questions. Write down a list of things people might ask and the answers so that you're ready with the information. It is likely that people will quiz you about information on the area, such as local schools, bus routes, closest shops, doctor surgery, what the neighbours are like and whether or not it is family friendly. They'll also ask questions about the house and its history, like when windows were fitted or extensions built and general maintenance perhaps. They're likely to want to know where the boiler is, how old it is, where to find the gas and electric meters and other practical information. 
They will probably also want to know about the living costs of the house, such as council tax charges and gas and electric costs per month, and what items will be included in the sale. Gauging extra expenses is important to some people, and that information is always very useful and welcome. Sometimes buyers might want to start talking money. I would always recommend avoiding that topic. Too often I have seen things go wrong because of negotiations attempted during a viewing. On both sides, it's too easy to get tripped up by saying the wrong thing. You have employed an agent to do the negotiations for you. They are experienced in handling it, so let them. If your viewers try to enter into that discussion, the best thing to say is that you'd rather not talk about it directly and ask them to contact your agent. Many buyers are also worried about unexpected viewings, people turning up unannounced hoping to have a look around. It's unusual these days for a house to have permanent open viewings and if the seller does opt for this, it's likely to be advertised on the board or in the property details. So if this isn't the case for you and someone knocks on the door, you are perfectly entitled to say no. Explain it's not a good time but you're happy to show them around another time by arrangement and here's the number of your agent. There are a few reasons for this being the best course of action. Firstly, you may want adequate notice to get your house looking its best. Secondly, in contacting your agent, they will have to leave their name, information and contact details. Worth knowing for both security and follow-up purposes. Your agent will ask them questions to assess their position and needs and this will help establish whether or not they are serious buyers. Ad hoc viewings may well be time wasters, but if they're genuine, they'll be perfectly happy to call the agent. So in turn, buyers also need to know what to expect. Firstly, I'd say have an open mind. You can change most things about a property, so assess the shell of the home, not the lifestyle or taste of the current occupant. The only thing you can't alter is the location, so think about that first. Is it in an area you'd be comfortable in? What direction does it face? What outlooks does it have? And is it noisy around? When looking at the house, consider both the size and shape of the rooms. Think about how you'd use the space and the furniture you'll want to fit in it. Look out for irregular rooms, which you'll often find in old properties. Consider storage space for both inside and out, such as built-in cupboards, loft space, sheds and garages. Are you going to be able to store all your belongings and will there be enough space in a few years' time? How you come across as a buyer is also important. Again, be polite. You might end up negotiating for this house and it won't help if you've upset or offended the sellers at the viewing. Don't pretend to be interested if you're not, but if you are genuinely interested, start asking questions. What items are included? Have there been any offers? Are there any common areas with maintenance charges? Have there been any alterations? Is it well insulated? When does the garden get the sun? If you like what you see at the first viewing, it is worth going back for a second, but try to go at a different time of day. You might want to try and see it in the dark or assess the noise levels at a different time. And don't limit yourselves to the weekend viewings, even if it's the most convenient for you. If you like the property, don't delay. You just don't know who else you might be competing with. And finally, don't be afraid to give feedback to your agent, whether positive or negative. This is important for two reasons. It's useful to the seller so they can understand better why their house might not be selling and they can address any issues. But aside from that, it's also an advantage to you because if the agent can better understand what you're looking for and why, they'll have a better chance of suggesting the right property for you. So to summarise, viewings are an essential part of marketing a property. You can sometimes get a feel if someone is interested, although often they keep their cards close to their chest. Present the property in the best way possible, but remember not to take comments personally. If someone doesn't like the decor, etc., that is just an opinion. Be open and helpful in conversation, but avoid talking about money. And as a buyer, ask plenty of questions and be probing, but keep an open mind. Remember that almost anything can be changed, so look at the location and direction of light first and then at the house itself. We know that both buyers and sellers can find this process intimidating. You may be feeling a little nervous or underprepared and hopefully the advice that we've given you today will be able to give you more confidence to sell your house. 
We would really like to get the Ultimate Home Selling Guide out to more people and a rating and review on iTunes will go a long way to helping the podcast to gain exposure. Thanks very much for joining us today. We hope that this has been helpful. We'd love to get your feedback, so feel free to tweet us at Rolos Law or email us on homesellingguide at rolos.co.uk. Looking forward to speaking to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rollo's Law. You must not rely on the information in this podcast as an alternative to legal advice from an appropriately qualified professional. If you have any specific questions about any legal matter, you should consult your own solicitor. You should never delay seeking legal advice, disregard legal advice, or commence or discontinue any legal action as a result of any information shared in this podcast. Please visit Rollo's at www.rollo's.co.uk for the most up-to-date legal advice.